Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. Major League Baseball is in full swing along with the NBA and NHL. Masters is over. March Madness is over. But there's still plenty to wager on. And if you're going to make a bet, BetOnline is the place to do it. Since you're talking about baseball, we might as well swing for the fence. So you might as well bet big. So you might as well go to BetOnline. I absolutely love that. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All right, cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, two-time Super Bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers, country Ike Taylor. Ike, this is the Friday edition of the show how are you doing today? I'm good this morning. How you doing, Mark? Mark, I like that country intro. <laughs> well, I've been checking out your IG, and I know you bought some land, and so I've been enjoying looking at the horses. Yeah, that, what was going on? That was the cattle. So the cattle, and I was saying the cattle and her friends and his friends and whatever, they got up close in person this time. So I had to stand strong. So say. I'm excited to see what you're building. And I listened to the show that you did with Damashek earlier this week. If not for anything, I'd love just to get some footage of both of you riding horses. Just to be, I want to be a fly on the wall, Ike. I want to just be there, just observing. I think it'd be fantastic. You can cry laughing. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> if you're done for the first couple of times, you're going you're gonna to cry laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what your stomach gonna be hurting, your head gonna be sweating, you're gonna be crying, laughing, you're gonna be rolling on the floor, seeing me get on the horse for the first two times. Ike, on today's episode of the Believe It Steelers podcast, we'll get into your top tight ends of the 2021 NFL draft. We will also discuss Julian Edelman announcing his retirement. But before we get into James Conner signing with the Arizona Cardinals, we have a five star review to read, and I always love getting these from listeners. So Mad Apper 82 gave us five-star review on Apple Podcasts and says, I look forward to this every week. Football talk at its finest. Hashtag, here we go. Man, I appreciate that. Since he said, here we go, I know he, he's a huge Steeler fan. So here we go, Steelers, here we go. But I appreciate that five-star review. Please give us some more. Yes, we love getting those from listeners. So if you leave us a five-star review, we'll read it here on the show. And Ike, it's been a big week for us because our episode earlier this week with sports agent Lee Steinberg came out. So I'd encourage any of the listeners to go listen to that. He's the inspiration behind the movie Jerry Maguire. He represents Patrick Mahomes. He's represented eight different first overall draft picks in the NFL. So not often you get to talk to a living legend. And we had the opportunity to do that earlier this week. Yeah, that was crazy. I was kind of in awe. Marky Mark, uh, we got an opportunity. He really sat down with us. He sat down with us for a long time. Uh, people are just getting clips. Uh, we got a full episode if needed. 
Well, man, talking to Lee Steinberg, the super agent, the living legend, was something, was something special for me. And I look at how important he is for him to sit down. And we talked about this, for him to sit down and just not tell us, man, he's on the time frame or he got to go. For him actually to listen to us and us listen to him and probably could have went on for hours was, was saying something good on how he felt about us. So that's how I kind of look at things. So just to pick his brain and him understanding the forecast of the future when it comes down to sports-related incidents or racism or what's going on in the world. And then you Google him and you brought up, man, his donations to foundations and what he have done, what, how much money he has raised with his athletes and what he's still doing with his athletes, the, the, the relationships to 21, the 18, the 27, the 14, your relationship says a lot about that person, you know? So I was just honored and, and I'm sure you'll piggyback off this as well. Do a podcast for, I don't, I don't know, we probably did it for like an hour or something special. And, I, and me and you talked about that. So we both can agree on that part, but it was good having them on though, Marky Mark. Yeah, I edited it down. It's about a 45 minute conversation with, a guy who's been in the sports agency industry for 47 years. And so just to pick his brain and have the insight he was able to provide, I would encourage any of the listeners to go listen to that. But Ike, James Conner signing with the Arizona Cardinals. I like this move because the Cardinals leading rusher from a season ago, Kenyon Drake, he signed with the Raiders this offseason. Insert James Conner, a guy who's a Pittsburgh guy through and through. I think this is a really great fit, and I hope that he can finally stay healthy to showcase his ability in Arizona. Same kind of offense. Got some young receivers, got right in. They was just missing a piece because Drake went to the Las Vegas Raiders, and now they pick up James Conner. So, you know, I always look at it like sometimes a change of scenery is everything. You know, you grew up in Pittsburgh. You're from around the area. You wind up going to the Pitt Panthers University, and you wind up getting drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it's like a dream come true. So other than winning the Super Bowl, you didn't did everything you possibly could do in your time frame under your contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. By the way, you know, you just coming out of your story, coming out of college, you beat, you beat cancer, and then you become a Pro Bowl running back. Like not too many people can say that. So um, I think he didn't did everything he needed to do in Pittsburgh. Um, I'm glad he found a new home, and I'm sure he will fit well with the Arizona's. Yeah, I just hope he can stay on the field because he's never played a 16-game season. When he was a Pro Bowler in 2018, he played in 13 games that season, rushed for nearly 1,000 yards, racked up nearly 500 yards receiving as well. So if he can stay on the field with at least a formidable offensive line, we, we've seen what he can do out of the backfield. I hope he gets his opportunity in Arizona. Yeah, I think he will. I think you, you said it best. The the thing for James is to stay healthy. He got to find a way to stay healthy because the availability is the best ability, as they always say in their profession. Yeah, and I think this could help the Steelers because we always bring this up, and I know that there's, oh, they're going to bring someone or they're going to draft someone in the 2021 draft. Steelers have a stable of running backs. They kind of just have to commit to one Ike, you talk about this all the time about a running back getting into rhythm. So whether that's Snell, whether that's McFarlane, whether they draft someone, I'd like to see them commit to one, maybe two running backs and just pound the rock, see what happens. You're getting Zach Banner back healthy. DeCastro hopefully can return to form. 
Dotson, hopefully in year two, can prove himself. You probably go get an offensive tackle in the draft. You got a new center. Here we go. Like, let's let's actually commit to the run game this season because it was still so perverse for me to watch Steelers football and have the dismal rushing output that this team had in 2020, despite it, the team's success during the regular season. Running the ball is ultimately what hamstrung this team. Committing to the run, even if it's not successful early on, helps a running back get into rhythm. So whether it's one of the guys already on the roster or whether they go out and get another running back in the draft, commit to the run is going to be a big theme that I have for the Steelers in 2021. Regardless of whether you go get a Najee from Alabama, or whether you go get or just keep the three that you got, which I think you should because you got three sitting in the stable. If you don't commit to it, it doesn't make any sense. So the, that's that's it's just like having a relationship, man. You got to be committed to that run. So regardless on who they go get, if they don't commit to it, it's not going to help the offense. So that's the first part, committing to the run. And if you saw Mr. R. Rooney really don't say too much when it comes down to his football team. He said, we will not be last ever again in Russia. So he understands the importance of running that damn football and how they don't want them Lombardis. They don't want Lombardis by playing good defense and having a nice little balanced balance attack on offense, but it started off with the rushing. So, I mean, like you say, it's just, for me, I don't think they should go get a first-round running back. I don't, I don't think that helps at all. But I do think they need to commit to the running game. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. And if you want to get our breakdown of the top five running backs, we've been going position group by position group. Just scroll down a little bit. Ike, you've done a tremendous job providing your top five players at each position group of the players in the 2021 draft. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast is brought to you by Sunday Scaries. And Ike, a lot of times you're going to bed late at night. There's a lot running through your mind. You're stressed out. You're not really sure what to do. Sunday Scaries is a product that can help you decompress, relax, and get a good night's sleep. You're going through a life whether it's stress, whether it's the wife, whether it's the husband, whether it's the kid, whether it's the job, go on and take your Sunday scary or two to relax yourself and ease your mind before you go to sleep. And there's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money back guarantee. And if the product's not right for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is the stress relieving business, not the stress causing business. We have a 25% off discount to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use our promo code Ike. That's I-K-E for your discount. That's promo code Ike for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. All right, Ike, I want to go to Julian Edelman's retirement. We'll discuss here in a second whether he's a Hall of Famer or not. But me personally, I was thinking about this. I'm fine if you put him in because here's the comparison I would make. He's the NFL's version of Robert Horry. But if you're going to put Edelman in, you've got to put Heinz Ward in. You've got to put Torrey Holton. You've got to put Reggie Wayne in. None of those three players are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as we speak right now. I think those three players, and I'm sure there are several other players, who would be more deserving. If you're going to put Edelman in, you also have to concede that you're putting those other players in as well. That's my two cents worth. What say you? With Julian, iconic iconic games, iconic catches, big catches, and big moments, that's Julian Edelman. My personal opinion, no. 
And the reason why I say no is because Heinz Ward, for sure, over him. Torrey Hope, for sure, over him. And he has, what, 620 receptions and 6,000-some yards and 36 touchdowns. Spot on, three for three, Ike. San Antonio Holmes has 6,000 yards, 380-something receptions, and 36 touchdowns. What are we talking about? And, and a Super Bowl MVP. What are we talking about? So we get a guy who got half of receptions than Julian Edelman. The same amount of touchdowns than Julian Edelman. Damn near the same amount of yards with 6,000 than Julian Edelman. And nobody talking about Tone. So before we even say, before we even mention his name, yeah, the ring of honor, the Hall of Fame for the Patriots, have at it, for sure. He should go. But for the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, and this is no disrespect to Drew, but nah. Nah, big moments, hell of a career, late round draft pick, made really, he made nothing out of whatever the changes. Everybody know who Julian is. Yeah, hell of a story. But Hall of Fame, nah. Defense coordinators wasn't like, we got to stop Julian. Defense coordinators like, man, we got to watch out for Hines. Even defensive guys said we got to watch out for Hines. But nah, bro. And, and this is no disrespect. It's just, I hope we're not getting to this point. And I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The Hall of Fame should be VIP only. You you just a rare, you're a rare breed. I don't, I mean, sometimes stats, stats look good. But as far as like getting into the Hall of Fame, going to Canton, Ohio, bro, you you gotta you gotta be that prime time. You know what I'm saying? You 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 gotta be the Tom Brady. Like you just gotta be in rare air. Like there's there is no man, my homeboy in VIP. Can I get in VIP with him? Nah, bro, your homeboy paying for the whole town. <laughs> so you can't come. And that's 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 what I want. This Hall of Fame thing should be, you know, guys who who've been doing it for a high level for a long time and got a lot of people in the world who's trying to be like them. That's what I think. When I think of Hall of Famers, like that won't be like that dude. You know, I won't be like Prime or man, if I was so and so sized. I want to be like a major green or a Rocky Blyer or something. Like that's when when you talk about Hall of Fame, that's they, they don't come, they don't come around often, eh? Them guys don't come around often. So nah, nah, not it, not it. Not the the receiver, the little young receiver from Atlanta just retired. He got 7,000 yards. He just retired from Atlanta. And he just pulled off in a slot. Taylor Gabriel. He just he he just pulled he just pulled he just pulled out seven thousand. So come on, man, we gotta stop with this. We gotta. Well, stop that's with why this I made story. the comparison, Ike, of football Robert Horry because both have had great moments in the postseason. Iconic moments. If you yes. if you wanted somebody to take a shot in the NBA, for all y'all who don't know who Robert Horry is, if you was looking for somebody to take a shot with the last five seconds, that's Robert Horry. Same thing with Julian Edelman. If you was looking for him to come up with a big catch or get open during crunch time, that's Julian Edelman. 
Yeah, he morphs into a different dude when it comes to the postseason. But, Ike, you're spot on when you look at the regular season production compared to a lot of the other receivers that you pointed out, which is why my argument would probably be, okay, probably not. I'm with you there. But if you are going to put him in, you've got to put those other guys in ahead of him for those reasons. Ike, we're to the tight end position at this point, which will wrap up. On the offensive side of the ball, the top tight ends entering the 2021 NFL drafts. And we've talked about him before in the past. I know at the very top of this list, Kyle Pitts at the University of Florida, the Mackey Award winner. I think he could be a top five pick. I would not be surprised. I've never really been more sure about a prospect entering the league. I've seen some Vernon Davis comparisons. Kyle Pitts at the top of the 2021 NFL draft out of the University of Florida. He's everything you want from the tight end position. But, Ike, what do you see? What makes him the top tight end in this draft? I don't think he's a top tight end. I think he's a top player. I think at this time he's a Hall of Fame player. That's just how I view Kyle Pitts. Um, I'm looking at Kyle Pitts, and I've seen what he's done against college safeties who go into the NFL right now. He gave the work. I've seen what he's done in the SEC going against – NFL talented corners who's coming out for this draft. He gave him work. I've seen him make subpar quarterbacks look great. And that's why, that's why you bring in a guy like Kyle Pitts because he's that guy. These guys don't come around too often. They don't come around too often. As far as like soft hands, go and get the ball back, back shoulder fade, fading, most of them blocking as well. Just as far as like the talent level, he changes your organization as soon as he steps in that building. That's what Kyle Pitt does. That's how I feel about that tight end position. All we have that tight end position is the ultimate mismatch. Because for corners, they're too small. For 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 you really don't you really don't understand and know how to cover in space. In space. And tight ends though, they don't need to be wide open. They can just out rebound you. That's what tight ends because that's what their body say. Their body say I'm gonna out rebound you even though you might be close up on me, I'm still gonna catch this ball. But it just so happened that Kyle Pitts, he different, bro. He different. He, he built he built like a Khalil Mack when he played tight end. <laughs> the listeners of the Believe in Steelers podcast know that this show is a Kyle Pitts appreciation show. If they've been listening in the last few weeks, nothing but good things to say about him. And really, if he goes to the right team, there is no limit to what he could do in this league just because what he Correct. brings to the table. Ike, I want to see who you have at number two. I did my own rankings, but I want to see who you got because there's one guy on this list I'm really excited to talk about. But who do you have as your second best tight end in the 2021 NFL draft? I'm going to stay in Florida, but I'm going to go down to South Beach. I'm going to go Brevin Jordan. Okay. Yeah, Brevin Jordan, um, soft hands, a solid lower body. He got a Saquon Barkley lower body, so say. And he stayed behind DBs. Every time I watched tape, man, he was getting behind a cornerback. He was getting behind a safety. He wasn't even paying attention to the linebackers, but he's he's more shiftier. I would say Kyle Pitts is, is a much more smoother runner, but when the ball is in, in, in Brevin Jordan's hands, he's way more shiftier. He reminds me of a horse prancing. You know, he's light on his feet. He's real light on his feet. So for me, he was just going through quarterbacks he was going through a carousel of quarterbacks at uh, Miami, you know, but 
when it came down to third down situations or they needed a big play, regardless of who was playing quarterback for the University of Miami, they was going to Brevin Jordan every time. So you just pop in and take, and that's what popped out to me. Like, I like to look at who has an NFL quarterback, who has a good quarterback, who doesn't have a good quarterback. Okay, what are these tight ends doing with these subpar quarterbacks? And this is, this is Brevin Jordan. And then when you look at his body type and when he catches the ball, like either he's leaving the DB or he's behind the DB. But it, it was more for me of him being so elusive. That's, that's what I loved about him. Like it was just, it was natural. Like for me, cutting when I played wasn't natural. You know, I was a one cut guy and I get downhill. For Brevin, he can go left or right in three steps. He can go right first step, left the next step and get up the field. For me, I was a, a one cut guy. So for me, on my second, second on my list, I got Brevin Jordan coming out of Miami. And they used him out wide a lot of the times at the U. Only 107 out of his 458 snaps came in line. So he is accustomed to being a pass catcher as a tight end. So another thing I like as well, down at the U, they've got two pretty excellent defensive ends in Gregory Rousseau and Jalen Phillips, players we're going to be talking about on next week's show when we talk about the defensive end position. Imagine going up against those two guys in practice every day. That's only going to improve your play in the future. And he's going up against two potential first-round talents every single day in practice. I like that, that Brevin Jordan had that at the U. Nah, you hit it on the head. When I'm on the same team and I got a black guys, I'm going to see in the NFL. When I get to the NFL, man, this, I'm going to be a step ahead of the game. So you, you hit it on the head right there, Mark and Mark. He got possibly two defensive ends outside linebackers, which they won't call them expert pass rushers um, that he wins every day in practice. That can only help him. So who do you have at number three as your third best tight end in this draft? Man, I'm going to go to the state, the state of Texas, where they say everything is big in Texas. So I'm going to go SMU, Kalen Granson. So I got, and bro, you got to watch. Now, I didn't watch 11, I didn't watch 11 tight ends. Kalen Granson reminds me of a Travis Kelsey, but more athletic. He got the same attitude as Travis Kelsey. He got the same confidence as Travis Kelsey. He gets open, but probably in college even better than Travis Kelsey. But his attitude, his enthusiasm, he's an offensive lineman playing tight end. He's physical, he's fast, he got soft hands, he loves contact, and he would dare you to put your best DB, linebacker, or safety on him so he can smoke him. Their offense was based around Kalen. The, the, the whole offense was based around him. So what I saw from him, uh, he's a wide receiver tight end body. He's just a little bit shorter. He's 6'3 and some change, 250-something two, two and some change. So but what I liked about him and what – what I saw coming off the video was his passion, his excitement. And every time you saw him with the ball, you saw his teammates just do this, regardless of what he was <laughs> on the field. That's all, that's all you saw his teammates do. They, they didn't care nothing about blocking. They cared nothing. Once they saw him with that ball, Granson with that ball, they just stuck, they just stuck their hands up because they already knew it. either a big play was about to happen or he was scoring touchdowns. So – you know, I look at all that. But yeah, at number three, I got Kalen Grantson coming from SMU. 
the program record holder for career receiving touchdowns with 14. So Ike, you saw something on film there that the stats back. Um, he was a little further down on my list, but that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Who's uh who's number four then? I, I'm hoping uh, you're gonna I, get I, to I, my I, guy. I'm hoping you get you, to my I, guy. I don't think I don't think I'm gonna get to him, bro, because I know you I know what you like. I know exactly what you're looking for. You uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Missouri. Oh, let's see right here on this one. Who do you have at number four? At number four, I got Hunter Long coming from Boston College. He is on my list, but that's okay. We got okay. five, so we got one. We got more. What what did you see in Hunter Long? Mr. I bail you out. Mr. Throw the ball to me on third and long or third and short. Mr. This is I'm really Sasquatch playing against little boys on this field. Like this, this is this is this is Hunter Long. He's an old, he's an old school. He's an old school. Don't give me no gloves. Let me play tight end in five degree weather, kind of tight end. <laughs> like that's him. Like, I, no, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna run a four three or four two or four five. But guess what? Damn it, I'm always be open. Well, how the hell you get open all the time, Hunter? Because I know where to sit in zones. And if you check me man to man, I got a nice little flipper I can use without the referees calling me or saying I'm pushing off. His flipper game was something decent. Every every time he got open, he'll, he'll just run like this, mark and mark, and he'll 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 use that flipper. And you can see it gave him just enough space because a DB or or outside linebacker, inside linebacker, they'll just come off just like this, and he'll just use that flipper turn to catch the ball just like that every time, <laughs> every time. So for him, for me, what I saw with him, it's his savviness. You don't you don't get that savvy, but you got to be that savvy when you're not the fastest person on the field, when you're not the most athletic person on the field. You got to have some kind of savviness to you. Mm -hmm. And that's what Hunter Long brought for me when it popped up on tape. A lot of savviness and probably some of the softest hands. Because when he was catching the ball, it was about four or five guys around him because everybody knew that Hunter was going to get the ball because he was the main target for Boston College. Yeah, 6'5 and 1'8", 254 pounds. So he is a big dude. <laughs> you compare him to Sasquatch, that's amazing. But sure-handed for sure. He was on my list. He was on my list at the number five slot. Ike, if you leave the guy I'm thinking of off, I'm going to be devastated, but I want to see who you have at number five, man. Listen, I got three, I got three guys that you probably like. Okay. That's going to be off this list. And we'll talk about one of them if you, if you want to, but at number five, man, I got Tommy Trumbull from Notre Dame. Thank you. Thank you. That really quickly. Here's what I saw. I watched some film. What I saw was a physical run blocker. We know Notre Dame has produced NFL talent at similar positions. Chase Claypool just had a great rookie year for the Steelers, Notre Dame product. Cole Komet of the Chicago Bears was a top draft pick as well. Tommy Tremble, though, the highest run blocking grade of any tight end in the country. And to me, he's an extension of your offensive line. He enjoys blocking. And there's this uncoachable nastiness that he brings to the table that I think a team is going to get if they draft him in the 2021 NFL draft. I got what you just said. I, in my notes, I got the best blocking tight end in the draft. He loves contact. He's the best all-around tight end. If you're looking for an all-around tight end, one who can catch and block, it's Tommy Trimble. What I like about Tommy Trimble, and we talk about being violent, he loves being violent on the football field. 
he loves when he gets in contact with, with you when he gets his hand inside your shoulder pads. He wants to put you underneath your bleacher. That's what Tommy Trumbull wants to do. He has an offensive lineman attitude, but with a, a diesel truck motor. So when you think about Tommy Trumbull, and I'm going to give you two, guy, two guys comparison, and they're on the same team. San Francisco fullback, check and their tight end, Kittles. This is Tommy Trimble, all in one. This guy can do it all. And you use the analogy just now, an extension to the offensive line. That's exactly what this young man is. He's an extension to the offensive line. He just so happened to play tight end, which I'm sure he'll play fullback. And if they needed him for extra offensive lineman as a backup, he wouldn't, he wouldn't mind playing offensive line. That's just his versatility when it comes down to this guy. So when you think about, when you think about a cousin or you think about somebody who's hybrid or, or a different breed, you got to think about Tommy Trummel because you can just put use check the fullback from San Fran and Kittle to tight end and all in one, mix it up right quick. And bada, bada, bing, there you go, Tommy Trimmer right there, front door, waiting for action. I'm so happy he made your list, and I was going to be devastated if he didn't, but he was the guy that I circled on mine. I had him as my number two tight end just because that physicality, like there's just certain things that you can't coach. If you play with that physicality and that nastiness, I think that only leads to good things in the league. Is there anyone you mentioned that you had a few other guys that were off your board that you want to make mention of that are like honorable mentions? So I had John Bates was going to be honorable mention for me coming out of Boise State. I had Pat Faramoff from Penn State. Mm -hmm. They call him Baby Grunt because he's from that area. Honorable mention, but man, they got a guy named uh, Tony Paul Jam from Virginia. And they call, you know, Fairmont baby grunk, but this 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 guy, Paul Jan from VA, he's baby grunk. Six seven two seven. I'm gonna say it again. Six seven two seventy. <laughs> but when you think of, when you think about somebody who's six seven two seventy, you thinking about being violent, right? Just because of the height and the weight. He probably I call him the best toe tapper in the end zone, better than any other tight end. When he, was, when he was in the back of any end zone, he found a way to get one or two feet in. You know, so I call him the ballerina of the tight ends in this draft. Well, he knows where to go on the field because he started his career at quarterback for Central Michigan before transferring to Virginia. So he knows he's still young at the tight end position. If he Correct. develops, I, I like the guys who used to play quarterback. We were talking about Julian Edelman earlier. The reason why he's got that savvy is because he understands what it's like from the signal caller position. He moves to a different position and has success. I think there's something to be said about guys that have played the quarterback position and go on to play a different Hans, position. Hans Ward. Yep. Georgia. Antoine Randall L too. Antoine Randall L. Yep. I mean, we, we could go through the whole list, but so to recap, you've got Kyle Pitts, out of the University of Florida, Brevin Jordan from Miami, SMU's Kylan Granson. Boston College's Hunter Long at number four. At number five, Notre Dame's Tommy Tremble. Then a few honorable mentions, John Bates out of Boise State, Penn State's Pat Fryermuth, and Virginia's Tony Holgen. So 
I think I'm excited because next week we move to the defensive side of the football and we're starting with the foundation, the big uglies up front. We were going to have the top five defensive tackles and the top five defensive ends. When we break down more of your position groups headed into the 2021 NFL draft. I'm really excited for that conversation next week when we go to defense. Can't wait. You know, now, now, now we're going to defense. So we, we about to be locked and loaded. I'm going to have a lot of enthusiasm, Mark. And Mark, you, you probably got to tell me calm down a little bit, but that's just where I'm at when it comes No down. such thing, Ike. Okay, just make a show. No such thing. Uh, but this has been a lot of fun. Appreciate the listeners of the Believe in Steelers podcast. We have big things planned for the show in the coming week, so keep it locked here on the Believe yes. Podcast Network yes. with the Believe in Steelers podcast. Ike, you're my guy. You're the best. Appreciate, Appreciate the folks you. over at the network, the sponsors, Bet Online and Sunday Scaries. And again, leave us those five-star reviews. We love reading those here on the show. Yeah, appreciate you. I want to thank Mark and Mark, of course, Believe Podcast Network. I want to thank Sunday Scaries. Got to thank Bet Online. Been rocking with us since day one. Thanks for the five stars. You know, please rate and review us. Five star us, please. It's just like going to good hotels. When you go to good hotels, you want a five star. Every time you tune in to Mark and I, you ain't getting nothing but five star comments, analogies, and whatever we think. So want to appreciate all the viewers and listeners for, for paying attention and, and just tuning in. Again, want to thank everybody for, for checking us out on the Believe in Stillers podcast 24-7. For Country Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for listening to the Believe in Steelers podcast. We'll see you next week. Take care and so long, everyone. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.